Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, more Gresham Fourier on WEEI. I'll tell you, if I tried to like sing this right now, I would I'd fall down. Yeah. I don't know if I could keep up for God's sakes. Hour two Gresham Fourier, eleven oh one. Oh. You're doing great. I uh You gotta I, drink some tea and some honey. <laughs> yeah, that'll you need uh, some of uh you need some of Coop's sweet honey. Um, apparently Coop is, uh, what is it, uh, uh, welching out on a, uh, promise of making some, uh, sweet bread for, uh, people on staff, not named me? Wait, wait, what? Yeah, uh, he, uh, let me know that a cinnamon raisin loaf was, uh, in the making, and then, uh, something happened. Yeah. So and wait, then, what, is there a deadline for when he could? No, 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 that wasn't it. I think his plan was to have it in <laughs> by the shorted- end of the week. Yeah, that's right. Oh. I used to have it some of the week, and he pushed it back a week. Even though I've been uh, in and out of fever dreams or whatever, let's say, I did hear that at the beginning of the week that Billy would be promised uh, because uh, when when uh, Coop brought you the bread and you swaddled it like it was child number six, uh, then it was the whole cinnamon raisin discussion came up, and Coop was going to make that for Billy, and then... Yeah, I told him, I said, give me a list. I'll buy the stuff. Yeah. Just let me know. And then all I, of a sudden, he's like, oh, no, it's in process. And then, uh, no, no, it's I, dead. I heard that whole conversation. Well, Coop must be done posting his uh, bread thirst trap videos. Uh, there you go. There's from... Uh, oh, there, there's, there's is that from, him? Oh, no, that is... Uh, yeah, that's... Almost uh, Friday. Yeah, Coop with the uh, pot of coffee. I know he used to make, like, what, uh, hand-pressed coffee for you or something like that? He did and, it once. I didn't really like it. Yeah, oh, okay. I thought that was... <laughs> I thought that was uh, the other way around, but... Uh, no, but Coop is... Uh, apparently, he is the big bread maker here. And, I, I, think, uh, I think we should just tell Coop to limit the bread making for only people on, on this show. Like other people should not be asking him for bread. So if Mego walked up to Coop and said, "Wow, I heard Christian talking about yep. that bread. Would you mind possibly making me some as well?" Yep. You would tell Coop to tell Mego to no. stick it. Yeah. Have your producer. Have you your Twitch guy. You can't run Coop's kitchen. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, I absolutely. I am regulating. Absolutely. <laughs> if he's doing this for like practice to get better, of course he's going to want to try different breads. Mm, I don't know. I feel like this time spent needs to be with us. <laughs> I've climbed. I've had <laughs> uh, That was a good line. You can't control Coop's kitchen. 
Now here, and there's Coop right there on Twitch for those of you who oh, are uh, such a I handsome mean, he lad. Looks, he looks 18. Such a handsome lad. I mean, he's a guy in his mid 20s who bakes bread. A how dangerous he bakes bread. Wears flannel. <laughs> Seriously, how dangerous? Wears flannel. How dangerous is this human being? Uh-huh. Honestly, it's like seeing a golden retriever walk up to you. Mm-hmm. I always get upset when people are like, "Boy, that golden retriever ran up to me." Well, yeah, they're nice, and the tail was up. He wasn't there to bite you. Like, you could tell he was a friendly dog. I mean, you know, th- that is clearly... Coop is like the... the Looks like the friendly dog and is the friendly dog. I mean, there's nothing ferocious about Coop No, whatsoever. nothing mean or nasty. Even right. when we were trying to get him to defend the Red Sox the other day, like, in, or, you know, and he, he did it in the most polite way. Just such a polite kid. He's basically the next Sam Kennedy. We're, He's basically you and I the are next Sam so. Kennedy. The Jimmy fight, you told him he was the next Heim Bloom. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, well, <laughs> then I did. Well, yeah, he was kind of a good call. Been hammered by a Heim Bloom too. Well, there but was now that. He's, he can't be Craig Bre- Breslow because uh, Breslow actually played the game. You know, and he, he's probably more of a Sam Kennedy though, because right. he really is the feel good guy. Hey, don't they like, don't worry about the burning house behind me. Everything is good. Nothing to see here. Move along. If uh, if Coop did eventually get a high ranking role with the Red Sox or something like that, this is my guess as to what Coop would do. Billy would become automatically the PA announcer at Fenway Park, because what better voice to have as the PA guy at Fenway than Billy? The question is, what role would he give you and I? Would we be like his sort of right-hand men to sort of be like, nope, that's not a good idea. Think of this. Like, would we be hatchet men? No, would we be like no. the Turk? Would we be his keeping it real assistance? Doesn't, like, don't the crafts, like, have, like, each guy, each, like, doesn't Robert Kraft have, like, a guy that's always with them? Well, Stacey James. No, 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 no not, not a PR guy, but, like, oh, somebody you mean, else. Like, the security, Dave, the security guy? I, mean, I don't Dave, even know you if know, he's a security guy, but he's just always he's, there. He's in the suit and walking yeah, with and Mr. He's almost like I his, just assumed he's a security guy. I don't know if he is security. Like, if you need something, you go through him. It's almost like a go-between, right? I want to be Coop's go-between. You want to be Coop's bearish. Yes. I want to be his bears. I really- All right, move on. Nothing to see here. Please, Pittsburgh. So, like, I have like a job, but it's really chill. Like, we basically just hang out, and I and I like I I create like static and traffic, and I I insulate him from people who want stuff. You know what? I will get. That's the job I want. So you just want to be like the Coop's per- buddy. You want to be the personal assistant to Mister Leonard is let's, what it would yeah. be. Let's yeah, just okay? say like he wants to get a massage. I I you know. Let's you- say he looking and I and I researched. I said this is a good reputable place. You should probably go there. I want to be the guy, like Ernie Adams, that just sits in the bottom of Fenway Park and will maybe like do some research or whatever, but I would be what I would like to call a director of thought. Oh, geez. You're going to give yourself your own title. Yeah, so that I can. So for Coop, it's the, the we, we've thought about it. We've discussed it. You bring up every possible scenario that would probably make him mad. But then he would think about it, and you know what it would do? It would ultimately well, he make would him... look to me, and no, he would but say, it would ultimately... what do you think? I would say, he's got a point. But it would ultimately make him better in front of the microphone because he would have workshopped through an overwhelming majority of the answers. Yeah, so my job is basically I have a lot of status, but really no power. <laughs> Zero power. Like, I really am not in charge of anything. But in a weird way, people think I, I am in charge of everything, but I really have no power. Uh, I literally just take my questions and then I go give it to Coop. Coop jumped in the Twitch chat oh, did, and did. said, you would be, uh, Fourier would be my vibes guy. Okay. 
Gresh would be my head of PR. Oh, well, then you would never, you would never, <laughs> ever do any interviews. No, you know why you want someone like me in that role is because I am generally unmoved by human thought or, or emotions. Yeah. So you have to have someone there who can just be like, here's the way it is, and not worry about it. And you're organized. You know what's going on. That is true. I'm way more organized than people think. Way more. Well, who's, who, think, who says you're not organized? You know what? Believe it or not, the very first time, and you know uh, my uh, legal representative. Yes. Okay? The very first time I sent something to him, he called me and said, I'm blown away by this. And I'm like, why? He goes, because I wouldn't have thought that you would have had all these different kind of organizational skills. He kind of took me as a little bit of a rude. Wow, he took you, he took now, you as a, just an old, now, beat now up, the guy, yeah, radio yeah, jock, yeah, yeah. Right? No, no. When I sent it to him, he was like, holy cow. And, and I'm sure you've been a little surprised. My organizational skills are pretty damn good. But th- then there's the whole, I'll say anything, and that's where I get in trouble, usually. And that's why you need someone like that as a head of PR. There you go. So, Coop, get your ass in baseball. Yeah, quit, Coop quit. carries the hope of the Red Sox fandom future. Could you seriously he's in charge. go? He's, he's the Could president. you imagine if in like 20 years from now, 45-year-old Cooper Leonard is the guy there, and there's you and I, like a bunch of old fossils, totally standing there beside him, and he can just, trust us. He, he, that's the thing. That's the thing. We and that and that's that what is, you want, right? That's what males course. looking for. Let's get. And that's why Bill's going to hire all these guys that he knows and that he trusts. And and just quick pivot, real quick, because I just got me thinking about Bill, real quick. Oh, okay. And the the thing with Bill. Uh, there seems to be this like whole idea that uh, if you're Arthur Blank and you're going to hire Bill, then uh, why would you hire a guy that's really only there for three years? Why would you hire a guy knowing that after three years you're going to have to start all over again? It makes no sense. It's it's not it's it's you're too short sighted, right? It's not it's not you're not looking at the big picture and how we're trying to be good for a long period of time. It, would it be the equivalent, Christian Fourier, of an NBA team? who wins a championship a couple years ago. Last year, they slide back a little bit. They get rid of said head coach to bring in the latest flavor of the month. You're getting rid of Mike Budenholzer to bring in Adrian Griffin. He makes it 40-some games, and now the good doctor is back. Maybe a little something like that. The whole yeah. yeah uh, remember you and I. What's old up, is new. What's yeah. new is old. Whatever. Or, or you or you realize that some of the new people have no idea what they're doing, and the players are like f this guy, which is what has now happened for the Milwaukee Bucks. I gotta get my larynx fixed. So the doctor is back. Uh, apparently, CNN was the first with this, and then. Chris Haynes, who works for them in the TNT side of the Turner Empire, was like, nah, I don't know yet. So there were conflicting reports, but it is true. Glenn Rivers is taking over the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, number one, isn't this a little bit of a cautionary tale? Like, okay, you did have an early exit after winning a championship with Coach Budenholzer. Well, was he really that bad for that group? Because the guy you brought in, Failed from the jump, which is amazing. And now Glenn Rivers gets to walk in. I mean, is there a better spot for anybody to walk into right now? He, if it doesn't work out, he can, Glenn, the old doc can say, well, the team is already screwed up. You know, we'll fix them next year. What a scenario. And the weird part is the Bucks had Doc advising yeah. Yeah. Adrian, Adrian Griffin. Yeah, Griffin. yeah we, we, we mentioned that yesterday too because. Is this a good thing for the Celtics? I think absolutely. Uh, but even when I look at the Bucks, 
like with Adrian Griffin, there were already signs, even though they're second in the league and they, you know, they, they, you know, they're, they're, listen, they're playing really good basketball. They're winning games, but they're probably allowing crappier teams, uh, you know, uh, to stick along with them longer than they should. Like the Celtics, they play a crappy team, right? If it's not some random day or back to back or something like that, when they're letting guys, they destroy them. They, mm-hmm. they beat them up. They, the Celtics do, for the most part, what they're supposed to do against crappy teams. The Bucks, on the other hand, have been struggling. And on one hand, you say, well, listen, this just shouts and yells dysfunction. There's no way you're going to do it. Or thank God they recognized it now. Thank God they realized that this is not going to work. Let's change right now before it gets any farther into the season. And let's bring a guy that's already kind of, you know, associated with us Mm -hmm. who I would say most players respect because he's a player's coach for the most part. They respect him. He probably has a lot of wisdom and a lot of stories, and he's probably going to create some sort of theme for them for this year, and people will listen to him. So it's still, overall, bad sign. Oh, yeah. Teams like this don't make it. Teams like this that change, they don't don't do anything in the postseason. Well, and I know that there was an assistant who was, I can't remember if it was Terry Stotts, I think it was, an assistant who quit like before the beginning of the regular season who was kind of Dame Lillard's guy. Like, Doc will know how to massage all that stuff. To me, Doc will be able to figure all that. Not that Doc would become Dame's guy, but to your point, Knows how to talk to people, played the position, that kind of stuff. Different level of credibility. Um, You know, it's funny. I was listening to you on the whole. Well, luckily they figured it out now. Because that is a a team with championship aspirations. Is there going to be a point with us, with Gerard Mayo, next year? Say they're 2-11. and Do we get that same feeling about Mayo that the Bucs did about Adrian Griffin? If it's just really, really bad the first couple of months under Mayo, expectations are different, admittedly. But isn't that one of those when you know you know and you pull the ripcord now? Do you think we would hit that point with a guy like Mayo in year one? Or just the expectations so different because they're a championship team, they're trying to hold up a standard that they're sort of setting for themselves, and this is a bit of a rebuild but kind of like with old Buddy Hackett in Denver, it's like, when you know, you know, and do it now or do it I later. I don't know. I think that he's too tied in. They are too committed to him. Okay. They made this move. They are going to have to hold on for dear life and fight through the real difficult times and hoping that they come out on the back end. I guarantee you next year, if they are struggling, you are going to see lots of people uh, locally who are you know literally affected and want this to succeed, and I do. That will show you a bunch of other highly successful Hall of Fame coaches and how their first three years went. They will use these coaches as an example of why not to bail, of why you should. If you know you have the right guy, if you feel it in your bones and he's and he's not a dope, then you stick with him. I mean, that that's going to happen. There's going to be a long list of coaches. Well, this guy did this, and this guy did Oh, this is why we should keep him. And this, well, what, what if they would have got rid of uh, Bill Cowher? What if they would have got rid of Tom Landry? Or, the list goes on and on. Bill Belichick, after his first year, it was terrible. Well, it feels like that's what we're moving towards. No, that's that's going to be a no, thing. No, 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 no. You, you said even Bill Belichick after his first year. 
Whereas back then, there was never any of that talk. Even the second year. Even the second year at 5-5, five and five, there was the, oh, okay, they're at a critical point. What are they going to be? But now it almost feels like with the immediacy and the demands of some of the fan base that it is, well, if you're not good in your first year, then, well, maybe in year two you're going to be gone. Like, it's almost like there is no patience in, uh, in some ways, which is why I asked that question to you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. We'll get our guy, uh, Brian Baldinger, loaded up and uh, ready to go here. I'm just looking at Giannis up here. At what point the, does Giannis get Coach Killer attached to him at some point? I know. I mean, there's and and he's such an affable human being, and so oh, counter yeah. culture to the rest of the sure. NBA in a lot of ways. Yeah, there's no losing. What was that whole thing after he got bounced? It was like the stupidest quote. There is ever. no losing as there's long no, as you're. Such thing as failure. Uh, yeah, there no, there absolutely is such a thing as failure. That's it's, that's where you're wrong. Yeah, like you did. You failed. You lost. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, Coop's a half a tick behind on the whole. Uh, we just saw it's not a failure. It's steps to success. Oh, there you go. Steps to so, success. So, 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 hold on. So, as far as his coach that he just, I'm going to say he got fired. Let's just call it that. Adrian Griffin. I'm just going to go on a limb. I believe he also picked him, though, because there was a report that yeah. he didn't want Nick Nurse. He wanted... Right, Adrian, Adrian Griffin. Griffin. And, and then, yeah. and apparently there was some kind of rumblings of maybe doing something with Thanasis on Tentacumpo instead of leaving him to be the bag carrier for Giannis. His brother. Like, like sending the brother to the G League or something. Oh, no, no, no. He's got to stay as part of the deal. Right, yeah. I, he's I, taking up a roster spot. Yeah, I think that's he's uh, basically, kind of basically. You know what? You know what the, 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 it's basically, I see Baldy jumping on right now, but it's basically like Patrick Mahone's brother. The guy that does all the silly TikToks. It's like before Patrick Mahomes said, hey, listen, I'll sign this, you know, quarter of a billion dollar deal. My brother needs to be the backup center. 
You know who has been persona non grata since Taylor Swift started showing up at the Chiefs games is Jackson Mahomes. And I know yeah. he had his He's legal invited. issue, but yeah, there's none of uh there's none of that anymore, right? Yeah. Even though he did have his legal issue, we don't see uh oh, here's Taylor Swift walking in, and by the way, here's Jackass Jackson Mahomes yeah. doing another TikTok. No, he's not invited into the suite. Nope, there's none of that going I wonder on. If Brian would get into the get into the suite Ooh. and go shirtless with a pair of old school Rus- Russell he, sweats with no underwear. Would he want to? That's the thing. I we know he's got a bunch of brothers that would do it with him too. But I played with his brother. I don't even think he knows. Brian Baldinger is an Odyssey NFL insider. He joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too and by Wise Snacks. No one does crunchy, salty, or cheesy better than Wise Snacks. Baldy, it's Gresham Fourier. And uh, yeah, did you even know that your brother played with Fourier in the league? Uh, Yeah, you know, I mean, I know he was up in with the Patriots, you know, when uh, Parcells took that job. No, 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 no. Seattle. Seattle. Oh, Seattle. My brother went there. He tried to play one more year. Yeah, yeah. He was. (laughs) It was. I I was with him a lot. I remember Sweeney went up there. My brother went up there. And then, um, I don't know, like, I don't know, pull the cap muscle or something. I told my brother, play as long as you can. And then two more years. So I'm like, all right. You know, so. Yeah, that's my line. Yeah. That's yeah, my line. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but play as long as you possibly can yeah. until you're mentally and physically so sick of it you want to throw up. And then when that time finally comes, Baldy, get two more years. That is the goal. Yeah. Uh, I, I leave out the graphic part that you just put in there. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. But that, that actually sounds better. I, I might steal that part of the line, too. Yeah. Uh, well, Baldy, I know we have football to break down, but uh, the coaching search is still going on here in New England for uh, for an offensive coordinator. And one of the things that Christian and I have kind of been working through is, you know, modern offense, what does Mayo want, things like that. Baldy, if you were in Gerard Mayo's shoes, how would you go about trying to, knowing what you have in the draft, it seems like they want to draft quarterback. How would you start to put the pieces together of building a different or a new offense here in New England? How would you do it? Mm, I might just go complete departure, 180 degrees from everything you just saw for two decades and go Cliff Kingsbury, who started his career with the Patriots when he was drafted, uh, knows all everything about how the Patriots operate, but has a completely different way of playing offense um, and just the air raid concept and how you have to attack in this league, formations, motions, matchups, all those things that Cliff did, um, you know, to really to start rebuilding the Arizona Cardinals. They had success there with them, how he did it, um, you know, at Texas A&M, how he did it at Texas Tech, what he just did at USC. I might just go complete departure and put Cliff in, those, in that position. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Like, we had this discussion of, like, uh, you know, just the fans here locally, locally, Baldy, and just how the, they, they're all, the, what they want is everything but Bill related. So Cliff would yeah. kind of be in that, in, in that category. Uh, but also, they want, like, what would you consider, like, a modern offense? And I'm curious, like, like how you would even define that. Well, modern is. It's, it's spread. It's, it's spread with spread concepts. It's got tempo when you need tempo. 
And then when you have to gain a yard and you have to be able to run the ball in the final four minutes, you have that capability of doing that. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of like it's a little bit old school, but it's also, okay, let's get these matchups. Let's get these motions. Let's just get these guys out of position. So McVay, Shanahan, Ben Johnson, uh, Mike McDonald, um, you know, like I think, uh, or Mike McDaniel, like I think these guys are on the cutting edge of where it's going with the way that you can get defenses out of position, how you can create matchups using whether it's field position or personnel groupings, and then play at different tempos. And those, those coaches I just mentioned all do those things. Baldy, is there now more importance on the offensive play caller off of what you just mentioned, motions, personnel groupings, things like that? You know, I mean, you you played in an era in the NFL where it was a lot of, you know, all right, two tight ends, here we go. Maybe we'll put three wide receivers on the field or put a fullback in there. Whereas, you know, formationally, there wasn't anywhere near as much as it goes on now. Are offensive coordinators more important than ever, or is their importance being overblown because we just break down offense like crazy nowadays? Mm, it's a good question. I think they're probably more important now because what happens is defenses try to match you. So now you can create – so, for example, let's just say the Rams. I think they have a dynamic offense, and they, they use – 11 personnel, all right, which is, you know, one wide receiver, one back, three – or one tight end, one back, three receivers, right? But they ask the receivers to actually play like a tight end and block the edges. So, from a, from a matchup standpoint, the defense is going to put out a matchup to match up your three receivers. They're either going to play nickel or dime defense. But the way that Nakua and Cooper Cup and these guys block the edges, they block them as well as the tight end. And so you really have to defend them like they're in 12 personnel. Now, I'm getting technical on the radio. I don't mean to do that. But, it is, but it's an advantage to the Rams and how you match up with them. And so I do think that all those things are vitally important because if the Cowboys want to play you in dime defense like they did, well, the Green Bay is just going to run the ball right down their throats like they did, and everybody in Dallas shouldn't be surprised if they did it. But if you're going to play safeties down at the linebacker position, you got to run them out of that. And the Cowboys didn't have an answer. So I do think it's really, really important right now uh, in how you play offense. The Eagles just kind of line up and play. And, you know, quite frankly, defensive players just calling out their plays. They're that predictable right now. And if you get predictable – you're going to be hard to. It's going to be hard to move the ball. So we're talking to Brian Baldinger, NFL Network, on the Harbor One Hotline, and I'm curious. Um, you know, some of these um, offensive coordinators, uh, you know, uh, new guys that are getting hired are guys that have never called plays before. How risky is it grabbing a guy like that and then putting him in charge of your offense? It's risky. I mean, Mike McDaniel will tell you. Last year is not this year, but last year was his first year ever calling plays, and he struggled. He was late getting plays in. He tried to do too much. He, the emotions of the game interfered. And he said he had to become a better play caller. He had to be better for his quarterback. He had to be more timely, all that kind of stuff. And so I, think it, it, I don't think it's like learning anything. I don't think anybody just gets it right away. I think you learn on the job doing it. And you find out if you're a really good play caller or not. Um, when you have that one play – for that one situation, and can you dial it up at exactly the right time? 
and then execute it. I mean, all those things are uh, – there's, there's something that comes with experience of doing that. Brian Baldinger with us. And, of course, our insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 miniaturization because men have skin, too. Uh, Baldy, let's go to the games this weekend. Kansas City gets a win on the road in Buffalo. They end up getting the tough win. Now they got to go play Baltimore. Baltimore gets that AFC championship game at home. And there's two things for me. Number one, I'm curious what you think of the matchup. And then, which quarterback kind of has more riding on this? Is it the legend of Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson finally breaking through and getting to a Super Bowl? I'm curious from your end about the matchup and then the spot each of these QBs are in. Well, I'll take the the QB spot first. Because I, I don't think that you can say one needs it more than the other. I mean, that's just fan talk, you know. I mean, I, I, they both do. Pat, Pat's legend grew going on the road and winning his first playoff game on the road in Buffalo. It continues to grow. I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll put him in the pantheon of the greats if he goes into Baltimore and wins this and gets to another Super Bowl. But Lamar needs it just as much. And so, you know, Lamar got paid this year to be a primetime player. Uh, everybody knows what his record was going into the playoffs in the last week. And we saw the second half of what he had, and he was Dynamic. He was he was unbelievable. It was impossible to stop. So I think they both need that. Uh, it's interesting just watching Kansas City's defense last week against Buffalo. They played a completely different style of defense last week than they, against Buffalo than they did Week 14. Um, they literally said, "We don't care what you do. You're not going to get an explosive play against us." They had 78 plays. They didn't get one explosive play the whole day, and they made them go a long field and they made him nickel and dime, and it wasn't good enough. They didn't score enough points. And so that was a completely different game plan. So I'm anxious to see what Steve Spagnuolo does to Lamar because it doesn't look like any defense is built to stop him. They had an answer for the blitz last week. They had an answer on fourth down. If they played coverage, he ran it. Um, If they played coverage, they pounded you with it. So they didn't have an answer for anything that – Baltimore did. I'm anxious to see what Kansas City has for them this week and how they're going to defend them. So, Baldy, has uh, has Patrick Mahomes kind of jumped into the whole Tom Brady realm of, hey, I want to pick against the Chiefs, but uh, and everything leads me to believe that they're going to lose, but holy crap, they have Patrick Mahomes. Yes, it's exactly what I'm saying. Baltimore is a better team. They have been a better team. They dismantled – I saw them dismantle Seattle – dismantle San Francisco, dismantle Miami. I mean, just take them apart. And I, and I think they could do the same thing, except Mahomes on the other side. And so, yes, it's, it's exactly what we used to say about Tom, is what we're saying about Brady. He's just that good. He's that dangerous. He's that big of a gamer. Um, the moment that where you play in the garage uh, on a frozen tundra in Baltimore, it doesn't matter. Like, this guy's mind and his eyes are just that talented. Hmm. Baldy, uh, in terms of the NFC game, uh, every San Francisco's got, I would say, the weight of the world on them. They were the number one, say, they were the prohibitive favorite from the very beginning. Um, if you're Detroit, how do you kind of approach this thing? You deserve to be here. You earned your way to be here. Is it the clear, hey, I'm Dan Campbell, and by God, I love being an underdog and just play that up? 
you know, how much confidence should Detroit kind of be uh, rolling into uh, Santa Clara with on Sunday afternoon because they've exercised a lot of demons this year. Well, I mean, all the pressure's on San Francisco and Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy. It's all the pressure's on them. But, you know, Detroit's makeup from the moment Dan got there, it's been we're going to be the most aggressive team on the field every week. And sometimes it's going to backfire. But we're going to put that mentality in my team. And the mentality exists. Where they, you know, when people question whether, why would you put Detroit in Kansas City to open up the season? And they heard that argument. Like, they weren't good enough to be there, and then they beat Kansas City that night. Like, I think Detroit's mentality is, we're, it's not that we're playing with house money. They're, they're better than that. It's just that their mentality is, we're going to do everything it takes to win the game. Whether it's gambling and trying to steal a possession, whether it's fourth down attempts, whether it's all-out blitzes when nobody thinks you should blitz. I mean, all those things are on the table for Detroit. And when you play like that, yeah, you might lose. But you're going to give yourself every chance to win as well. And I think that's the the DNA of Dan Campbell in Detroit right now. So I I guess uh, last one for me because uh, I can't let you go without having like a Bill Belichick to Atlanta question. Any reason why you think they're interviewing so many people down in Atlanta and why they haven't just, I guess, pulled the trigger with Bill? Because I think they're waiting on Ben Johnson to make a decision. Now, did they talk to Ben Johnson, right, via Zoom, right? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I think it's all going to, whether he goes to Atlanta or Washington, I think they're just waiting for Sunday's game to finish. And then I think, you know, he's in play. And so I think if they get a chance to get Ben Johnson and a new quarterback, um, I think they want to put that combination together. And I think Washington with the second pick and getting a new quarterback and Ben Johnson, that's how they're going to start. I think that's what both friends. I mean, I'm not a reporter. I'm not reporting yeah, yeah. guys. It's just my gut feeling why they haven't signed Bill in Atlanta yet. I think they're just waiting to see and waiting for Ben to make a decision. Good stuff from our guy Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL insider. Baldy, have a great championship weekend. We'll catch up with you next week. You got it, guys. Take care, man. Enjoy the games. You too. There goes our guy uh, Brian Baldinger. And he is brought to us by Old Spice because men have skin too. Um, So if you're Arthur Blank and you're the Atlanta Falcons, you really want Detroit to lose. Uh, you yeah. Really want, well, you want to make it easier. I mean, it's like your does it over? Does it really come down to whether they win or lose, or whether it's just this guy makes a decision? Well, because there is a bye week coming up before true. the Super Bowl, so I guess they would fly because, you, or maybe the Arthur Blank they fly up here because they've already done the Zoom meeting. Now, what the word that we have been hearing is that they haven't checked all the boxes under yeah. the Rooney Rule in Atlanta. And you know my theory is they're going to hire Bill, so it's a 72-year-old white guy. You better make sure you buttoned everything up in terms of protocol standpoint. Baldy's the first one who's even mentioned that Ben Johnson could even be waffling over taking so, the Atlanta So job. right now you got Carolina, Seattle, uh, you have um, Washington, and then you have uh, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Right now, the 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 biggest candidates now that Jim Harbaugh is now with the with the LA Chargers um, and they will be in the AFC Championship game next year. Uh, you will have uh, Vrabel, let me just call it, Vrabel to Carolina, Ben Johnson to Washington, Bill to uh, Atlanta, and who 
takes the Seattle job. Well, it's Dan Quinn getting his second interview today. That's right. Today. That's the guy I'm looking at, Dan well, Quinn. Well, you know what's really interesting? Covers, who is one of the gambling uh, follows out there, Covers has the following. The favorites to become the next head coach of the four remaining vacancies. Dan Quinn, Seahawks, minus okay. 240. Falcons, Bill Belichick, minus 225. Commanders, Ben Johnson, minus 225. Panthers, Mike Vrabel, plus 200. So not a favorite is Mm. Vrabel. And I don't know if there anyone is. I don't know if there is a favorite in terms of betting for the Panthers. Let me ask you, do you think out of the three guys that have already had success, Vrabel uh, and Bill, and uh, just I actually just between uh, Vrabel well, and Quinn Bill. did take a team to a Super Bowl. No, no, I know, but I'm looking at the guys know. that we know. Yeah. I mean, know Dan Quinn too. Uh, who, do you think one of either Bill or Vrabel gets uh, iced out? No, I don't think so either. No, they're two. If they weren't strong candidates, I'd say yes. But yeah. they're all really strong candidates, and one of the four remaining teams is gonna hire one of those two guys. Well, and uh, you know there are some offensive coordinators that are kind of a pick to click or something like that. Uh, quite honestly, if there is collusion going on in the NFL, I, if I'm a, a defensive coordinator, that's what I'm screaming about. You mean to tell me that you ate people? There's one guy, and it was Robert Kraft because he put it in writing for someone he didn't want to lose who even entertained a whole defensive coach and stuff like that. So you mean to tell me that all these guys that are charged to stop all of these alleged modern, unbelievable offenses, not a one of them could translate into being head coach, let alone getting in the room and get interviews. I think it's been what? Brian Flores and Raheem Morris. Now, I don't want to go to... I don't Quinn. Uh, well, Dan Quinn is the other one because, but he's also a former head coach. Same as, but but why were Raheem Morris and Brian Flores getting interviews? Like, I hate to keep pointing to the Rooney rule, but I think there is some of that. But were either of those guys really entertained or taken seriously to become a head coach? Everybody wants to round do the no pants dance with every offensive coordinator around. They're all not hireable. There's where your collusion is. If uh, if uh. Uh, old Brian Flores wants to add to his fight against the NFL. Throw another one on there. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, right. They're making me do it all over again. I mean, the the whole defensive coordinator. Well, the thing Cliff Kingsbury is... thing is, I'm starting to warm up to that. Oh, really? I am. Oh, what an hour! And he's a friend of the show. What an hour of time does. I know, right? It just took Baldy to convince me. Uh, I got it. Listen, I, still, I okay. still think the cycle is past them by, though. I still think the cycle is past them by. This is a crazy NFL phenomenon, even in college also. When you get, even though he's so young, I don't even think he's 40 yet. No, I think Kingsbury's over 40. You think it's a little, uh, you know, he's probably closer to my age than He's probably 45. No, I think he is uh, younger than me. I want to say he's like 40, he's 44, yeah. So okay. he's, he's four years younger than me. There you go. He's eight years younger than you. Okay. Glad for you. I can't do math because he didn't yell at me. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the lunchtime parlay is next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Interesting seeing a couple of people in the uh, Twitch chat and on text saying, yeah, no McDaniels because it means Mac might be back. All right. There's some discussion there coming up on free agents and the Patriots organization and all that stuff. <laughs> Pardon me. Time for the lunchtime parlay. It is presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book, the official sports book of WEEI. Uh, only Fourier got a win yesterday. Uh, Hornets lost on the money line. The uh, Jets lost on the money line in hockey. Carl Anthony Towns. And by the way, I'm not accepting the loss for that pick because Hart fills in a lot. We now have a uh, Hart okay. sort of a record in the uh, in our little column of standings as well because uh, he made that Carl Anthony Towns pick, and I'm not standing for it. Okay, that's fine. We'll it's allow, it. We'll allow it. For it. Bad enough we'll I gave uh, Fourier a bunch of wins to sort of handicap it to uh, start the year. but Listen, that was your decision. I didn't ask for that. I know. I know. It was mercy. I don't need mercy either. Oh. I can beat you straight up. It's only January, friend. Give it time, baby. Give it time. <laughs> uh, let's get to it. You want to lead the way? Sure. Uh, because I went to my, my last two get back on track bets have hit. So the Donchick... Uh no, uh Nikola uh, Jokic. Jokic. He had ten, ten assists or something. Nine, you it was nine, nine and a half. I got yep. ten. And I and my whole like uh okay, this is what you do when you play against the Pistons if you want to take a wild bet, is you just find some random dude, and mine was Brandon Miller. Uh the line was uh, seventeen and a half total points. If you play against the Pistons, grab any random dude, he'll get the over or whatever the line is. He got twenty three points. All right. That hit. Remember last time I took Cal State Northridge over oh, uh what is it? Uh, uh, when I took them Cal to State Northridge over Cal State, no, no, you know. no, no, no. It was UCLA, and they beat oh, UCLA. Oh, that's what it I was. took the that's points, right. and they beat UCLA. So I won with that one. I thought right. you were going San Paulo. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, this so fall. this time, no, no. The banana slugs. Cal State <laughs> Bakersfield is traveling to the great city of Northridge, California, where I grew up, and I am taking Cal State Northridge to win. Pretty easy, pretty simple. That's three of my go-to bets. So you're going home. I'm going home. All right, then. Pretty simple. Fair enough. I don't know much about them. I just know their nickname is the Matadors. Billy, what do you got, friend? Celtics in Miami tonight. Drew Holiday over a half a block. Oh, baby. You got to go for it. Heat. You got to do it. Going for that uh, block from Drew Holiday. You know, Chicken Nick wrote his in, and I thought you went alternate line. I, I thought you didn't. I knew it was going to screw with you a little bit. You didn't. I looked it up. I'm like, wait a minute. The Oilers are so good right now. They have won 14 in a row, oh, and this man. is the bet I wanted the other day. They won 4-1. It would have hit. It would have been plus That's money. That's true. But now the Oilers on the puck line, just the normal puck line, are minus two and a half, hosting the Blackhawks tonight. Give me the Oilers on the two and a half puck line tonight. And for those who don't know the puck line, it is normally set at one and a half on almost like every every hockey bet is almost one and a half every time. The fact that this is two and a half shows you just how much 
leverage there the Blackhawks is. Blackhawks are terrible. Connor Bedard yeah. is out for like two months with a broken jaw. They have literally nobody playing for them. The Oilers should win pretty handily tonight. Uh, and I'm going to go like Fourier to college basketball as well, but I'm going with a fun belt under, believe it or not. Normally the sun belt is the fun belt, and you get a lot of points. Uh, but this one sets up well between South Alabama and Louisiana Ooh. Monroe to go under. So you've got uh, Louisiana Monroe who are pushing teams out to the three-point arc. Yet in road games, South Alabama shoots 27% from three in the eight road games this year. You've got one team in South Alabama who's in like the bottom 30 of offensive rebounds and without putbacks. Louisiana Monroe has some issues scoring, so I'm going to go a little uh, fun belt under tonight, under 141 and a half for the game between South Alabama, Louisiana Monroe. Drew Holiday with a block tonight is all we need. Oilers minus two and a half goals against the Blackhawks. And as you can see there, Fourier had to put in the Cal State Bakersfield Roadrunners. At the Cal State Northridge uh, Matadors. That's right, Cal State Northridge. Used to have a really good college baseball team, by the way. Oh, they did? They used to have a nationally ranked college baseball team. So did Providence College. Well, I mean. Ripped the heart of Lou Maloney right now. It's amazing they haven't brought it back. Well, yo, they can't now. Your $10 on the lunchtime parlay, folks, will win you $134.90. We'll get that up on social media. Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I on Twitter. And Gresh and Fourier on Instagram. Spell the A N D in between and, our last names. And they can't get the they can't get baseball back. They just have to add if they want to add a men's sport, they have to add a woman's sport. I think that's the way it has to be Sure. Right? We're getting the funding for that. Well, your father in law? No. He's brown. <laughs> oh, he's brown. No, right. he's not PC. Yeah. No, and those kind in a way, Brian those, too. Though. He's those, still kind of Brian. And those checks, well, that's just for an <laughs> yeah. education. Yeah, yeah. He was somehow the money's going to. He two was schools. for Alabama yeah. for twelve minutes oh, too, yeah. and that, that went away real <laughs> Get quick. That check back. Yeah, right. That is my. I mean, just <laughs> flush it right down the toilet. Uh, interesting stuff from Jim Nagy yesterday in uh, what he said about Mac Jones, and that leads us to a "What do you do with" segment in terms of some of these Patriot free agents. We'll get to that next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.